Are you ready? Ready to release internal pain? To find confidence, clarity, and direction for your future? To live a life of meaning, fulfillment, and contribution? To trust your intuition again, but something's been holding you back? You've come to the right place. Welcome. I'm Ian Hawkins, the host and founder of the Grief Code podcast. Together, let's heal your unresolved or unknown grief by unlocking your grief code. As you tune in to each episode, you will receive insight into your own grief, how to eliminate it and what to do next. Before we start, I have one request. If any new insights or awareness land with you during this episode, please send me an email at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com and let me know what you found. I know the power of this work and I love to hear the impact these conversations have. Okay, let's get into it. I have an extremely vivid memory of playing football, well, rugby league, what we call football here in New South Wales, but then we also in Australia call a number of different sports football, so easily to get confused if you're an outsider. But I can have a clear memory of playing it in the backyard with my two elder siblings, and I was playing against the two of them like on my own, right? And I would have been two or three, really quite young. I don't remember having a younger sibling, so so before before three, I guess. So quite young, but it's interesting this this memory sticks. Because I can remember it so vividly that I that I won, scored a try, like a touchdown in the US or a a goal basically I scored points and was so excited and I won and I must have gone a little bit over the top as you would if you were that age and got pretty excited only for my older siblings who would have been you know around six or nine um, of course I wasn't good enough to beat them but they let me know that in no uncertain terms oh we let you in and I remember arguing with them no you didn't I won fair and square because in my young mind it was like no no like I did that, you couldn't catch me. Amazing, right? That one, that I would remember that, and two, that that's how my brain was processing it. But when now logically looking at it, that doesn't make sense. This memory came to me or came back to me recently when I was unpacking something around my own competitiveness and and why certain behaviors had shown up for me at different times and border, bordering on over-competitive at different times in from anything from a family board game to uh, playing table tennis at someone's house to organized sport of any kind, like super competitive, such a strong desire to win. And at times, at any cost, right, to to push the boundaries of what's acceptable. There have been there have been plenty of times where I have really been self-critical about certain behaviours that I showed in those moments of being upset when I didn't win, of just going to to great lengths to win, but then feeling bad afterwards about the some of the behaviours that I demonstrated to make it happen 
And so much of it comes back to that memory of just the hurt, the heartbreak, the grief of having that result taken away from me. What I thought was something that I'd achieved and was really excited about had that, had that taken away from me. Now, that's by no means the only moment of learning and having modeled to me competitive behavior because my, my dad was super competitive, my, my siblings as well. And in so many ways that served me, but I've wasted so much energy. Yeah, like I said, being, being really self-critical and self-judgmental about certain behaviors. Now, the reason I bring this story up is because so often these moments from our youth create behavior patterns in our adult years that influence. And for you, there, there, there would be no doubt moments now that play out where you, you are still self-critical and you're still self-judgmental about different behaviors that, that you still have, that patterns that you can't break, habits that you can't get to stick or old habits that you can't seem to shake. They come from these moments of grief. Now, often when people look back and go, oh, what do I behave in this certain way? And they, and they think for sure that it must have been some really awful traumatic event. But I'll reiterate what I've said on here many, many times is that these moments are often like I described that story, they're just normal moments from childhood. And my siblings weren't doing anything more than what I would have done to my younger siblings, like saying, come on, like pull your head in a bit, like just, just cutting me down so I'm not getting too far ahead of myself. That's all normal sibling rivalry and, and behaviour. But what it ends up creating is this illusion of how we look at the world and how we look at our own behavior and how we look at a whole lot of different things and again i'll just remind you that these these moments of grief uh, while they may be playing out now through bigger events a lot of them are the the the, the pain that is ongoing is from these moments like this now this wasn't unknown. I, there was a, there always was that memory, but it was unknown in the sense that I hadn't made any logical connection that, that there was something to that that had influenced me so heavily. So by unpacking and going through and just looking at the reality of the situation and then other different moments from my past where this might have happened and being too competitive and just and just getting some real clarity on that it's allowed me to to make sense of it be okay with it and then be able to find strategies to to do it a different way still be super competitive because i want to be the best that i can be not necessarily making it about anyone else but but my own desire to to be better now for you wherever you're at and looking at whether it's that competitive nature, whether it's that real strong desire to win at all costs, whether it's how you take that into, into your business or your work, and then maybe you have times where you then are really hard on yourself when you don't win, when you don't 
get success, where you don't feel like you've got it over your opposition. It's so debilitating in so many ways because it's just an unfair way of judging yourself. By shifting your thought process to not to the outcome of the win, but to what it is that is the actual outcome that you're after, then you can change the behavior. And then also by taking the time just to acknowledge that it's not your fault what's happened. There, there will be some moments from your past that have resulted in different behaviors and then rewriting the future, rewriting your behavior and setting intentions about how you want to do things differently. Because when you can start to change the language that you use in your head and reprogram the software in your brain in the language that you use, then you can still enjoy that competitive element that you take so much from because there is satisfaction in, in achievement through, through that competitive lens. But you won't do it in a way that is to you your detriment to anyone who's involved in the competition to their detriment, but in the way that's actually positive for everyone involved. And for a lot of you listening, you'll have children and you may have had moments where you're pushing them along and, and, and really fueling their competitive nature as well. And again, that's okay as long as it's not done through a way that they feel like for them to be feeling worthy or accepting or able to accept your love is by winning. If they're thinking that way, then they're never going to be happy with who they are. And they're always going to be judging themselves the same way you have at different times. So for you to be able to break that pattern is going to not only set you free, but do the same thing for your children. And it doesn't mean they won't be successful. It doesn't mean that they can't have great results in whatever their chosen field is. To the contrary, it's going to allow them to have like incredible results, still be competitive, but in a way that leaves them feeling in a, a real positive place, not one that even when they win, they they feel like they're not enough. And it starts with you. It starts with you changing how you look at things. Start rewriting. You can't change the past, but you're going to change the attachment you have to it. You can heal the grief and plot a new path forward where the wins that you have are uplifting and inspiring to not only yourself, but to others as well. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Grief Code podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please share it with a friend or family member that you know would benefit from hearing it too. If you are truly ready to heal your unresolved or unknown grief, let's chat. Email me at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com. You can also stay connected with me by joining the Grief Code community at ianhawkinscoaching.com forward slash the grief code. And remember, so that I can help even more people to heal, 
please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform.